This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all expenses paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current front runner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you could watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, (coughs) your boy, (coughs) <laughs> Can't do that while HYH, the number one fuck boy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the high and mighty studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. That's about it from him. Holy shit, my eyes are tearing. Mission accomplished. Also joining me in the high and mighty studios, longtime comedian and stoner, new newly podcaster, Jacob Wysocki. Hello. Yeah. That's the moment I realize as I'm like, have I said his name out loud in front of him? Yeah. We like it's actually Wizuski. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I fucked. You nailed it. <laughs> oh, thank God. You nailed it. It is a phonetic one, at yes. least. Yeah. Yeah, it's not uh, people butcher it and they've butchered it my whole life though. Right. I remember like soccer tryouts and shit. The coaches would have to call and be like, All right, I'm looks like I'm gonna be coaching uh, Jacob Burkiski. <laughs> and you're not even trying. I think it's like it looks hard, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And that's like nowadays, now that like it's not just white kids, you're like if you're having a hard time with white hockey, yeah, you're gonna be fucked going you're forward, fucked. coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gabris is six letters long, and people say it wrong all the time. What do you get? I get Grabus and Garbus. <laughs> Garbus. So, so much. Which if you said Gabris, you're that's completely correct. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's hard. Like I wouldn't be like, no, you idiot. Mm-hmm. That like that's reading it phonetically. But Grabus, Garbus. They're in a rush. Grabus. Yeah. People, people just see my name, don't immediately recognize it, like or like Waisaki, don't immediately recognize it. They're like W S K, you know? Yeah, Waisaki. Like, Wait, Waisaki. Just moving on. <laughs> He's got a normal first name. Let's stick with that. That's like, well, that's the other thing. The curse of being John or Jacob yeah. or Josh or any one of those J names in the eighties and nineties is like you end up being called by your last name or you're just like Jacob W. Yeah. Are you Jacob a, W? Uh, I think I was like, I was lucky enough there wasn't a lot of other Jacobs, but as soon as I started doing like the UCB stuff or just like being in areas where Outside other people- Outside of just your high school. Yeah. It was like big time Wysocki. It's just easier. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's something about if you're a big dude and you go by your last, and your last name is something that has you a, know, a tw- onomatopoeic feelings to it, like Wysocki, and it's got- Words you recognize and cool sounds ends up being like, "What's up, Wysocki? And you're it's like, just, "That's it." Yeah. I don't mind it. No. It's better than like big man. 
Oh, you know? yeah, you mean what every bouncer has called me my entire <laughs> life? <laughs> yeah. So, big man, you're twice my size, dude. I feel like it's a term of endearment when it comes from uh, a bouncer. A fellow big person, I don't mind. Yeah. I like. I gave at uh, the last half marathon I did, there was another dude of size there, maybe maybe bigger than me maybe not weighed more like i i wasn't gonna get into it with him because he seemed a little more sensitive to it than me yeah. but i was just like saw this fellow big dude about to run 13 miles i was like let's do this for the big men and i don't know if he's ever been called a big man and oh, i think wow. i was like oh shit i fucked up my bad Dang. i was like, like spun him for a second yeah well i big thought man, I, I was like dude man. it's us we're 300 pounds we're yeah. running a half marathon give us fucking credit and he's like i was like for us big men he was like huh and i was like oh do you, you think want- he doesn't categorize himself as that, or other people don't? I wonder. I think there's an element to some heavyset people who are, like, did not... I, and heavyset is, like, the best way I use uh, my favorite word to describe uh, people like us. Thick boys. Husky. Husky men. <laughs> uh, girthy men. I think uh, there are some people who haven't come to terms with it yet. Mm, yeah. I'm not necessarily happy with the way I look, but I am completely understanding. You've understand- admitted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I feel similar. I, I am not a liar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like, no, you can't do it on fucking jack. Oh, it's just big bones. <laughs> I've got big bones. I'm sure I actually do have big bones, but I'm also fat. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> Double duty. I truly believe I have big bones, but yeah. I'm also overweight. I've checked my wrist. It seems pretty appropriate and proportionate. Yeah, to I weighed my, my femur, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta weigh yourself in water so you know how much your femurs weigh. Yeah, it's a viscosity thing. <laughs> Volume. Uh, but I'm always torn by comedy dudes, uh, specifically who are overweight, who are not cool about hearing about that. You know what I mean? It's very bizarre. It's rare. Yes. I will say it's rare, but it it always makes me feel the the hardest thing I ever learned getting into comedy was that not everyone was like the funniest dude on their in their frat version of comedy. Yeah, you know there are like theater kid comedies. There's like. We, uh, weird, like quiet, uh, smart kid comedy. I thought everyone was just like they're like me, they're big like, hey, and loud, what's up, yeah. bro. And I'm like, yeah, right. We're a couple of fat fucks, and someone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, I'm actually very sensitive <laughs> yeah, to that. I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to like get into this. I immediately assume everyone else's issues are mine, which is like the ultimate form of narcissism. I'm yeah. Like, we're, I mean, come on. Well, we're I think this. it's also it's not necessarily narcissism all the way, where it's like normalize my experience. You know, right, right, like, right. Let's take a second and be like, you like to eat a lot of fast food too, and like <laughs> we can talk about it for five minutes or whatever. Right. And uh, you're normalizing me right. because we look the same. I can. Can you relate, dude? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. That's please, bad. please. Yeah. <laughs> you eat most of your meals alone because uh, you prefer the lack of judgment. <laughs> no. Okay. No? We're different. <laughs> okay. All right. Different fat guys. Good to know that there's different fat guys out there. We got all kinds of energy coming <laughs> in there. Uh, but the topic we wanted to land on, which is something that's newly near and dear to my heart, yeah. You mentioned psychedelics. Yes. And as I've been fucking, I modeled this podcast pretty much off of Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. I can't believe I haven't done a psychedelics episode I, yet. I was very surprised to hear that you haven't, and it made me even happier that it's like something new to you. Yeah. Because I think that's a great thing to explore. I, I and did it's, mushrooms for the first time like when I had just turned 35 a year okay. and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much did you do? 
I did enough that I tripped. You like visually tripped. Uh, I did like I wasn't like fully like uh, full on visuals, but you know what was that? What was that? Yeah, sort of that. And then the second time, I, the second time I tripped was at Bonnaroo, and I didn't get to full on like uh, like vis- the way people sometimes describe like acid trips or whatever. yeah. I, I, I didn't yeah. get to. It, did you get any like wall breathing? Uh, like that I got kind a, of stuff. I got a lot of like the first time I did mushrooms. The way I described it was, I immediately. It felt like I got so high, like I was laughing so yes. hard. And then I got to feel truly like I was on the bottom. Of, we were walking through a desert trail, me and my friends. Oh, and I truly felt like I was on the bottom of the ocean. Like, and it was like <laughs> all dried out. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And I was like walking slow and interacting with people that weren't tripping. Like ran, a random group of hikers passed us. And I was yeah. like, eh, you know, like speaking gibberish <laughs> or whatever to them. So I felt it and I felt fucking crazy. And yeah. we did trippy as shit like set up cameras and like throw glow sticks into the night sky and, and film it in slow-mo and shit. Yeah. Like, and I was like, we were actively, I was camp- I was camping for the first time, doing mushrooms for the first time, doing all this weird visual. Where were you? Were you in like Joshua Tree? Yeah, like uh, Big Bear. Great. Or, or Bear Mountain. No, Bear Mountain's New York. Big uh, Bear. Big Bear. Is yeah, Lake Arrowhead, Big Bear. Yeah. And were you with like a smaller group of cats? Yeah, I was just with two other guys. That's the, I think honestly, like the perfect number, like three, three little deviants <laughs> is the way to do it. Well, cause yeah, you want like everyone on board. You want, yes. yeah. It's as I think like a big thing, everybody says it about psychedelics. It's like set and setting. Uh, and that's like who you're with, what the plan is and where you are. Yeah. And if you try and trip and there's one person that's not, it's off. And you don't get to like right. you don't ride it the same way. That's why I think it doesn't work as like a bachelor party thing, unless your friends are exclusively kind of like crunchy people, and that you're like, yeah, my brother in law is not going to participate, but he's very laid back. Yeah, because or, I feel like Vegas is one of those equalized like a Vegas type vacation. It's like that's an equalizer bachelor party because it's like yeah, some of us don't really gamble, but probably everyone has a couple of drinks or everyone will go out to a restaurant. Yeah, but that the shroom trip thing is always just like yeah, and my cousin who's a groom. Is gonna try it for that. You're like, this sounds terrible, yeah, dude. <laughs> the more people you add, the more room for error in anything, yes. I think. Yeah. And you start adding some people, it's like, oh, it's his first time, or there's so uh, many yeah. variables to begin with. Yeah. And then adding yeah. like of add, every variable you add is like a butterfly effect, like exponential of like, oh, this guy's coming, it's his first time. He could have a bad trip. I could have a bad, he could not get high. He could be this type of person, like, oh fuck, dude. Or they, I should just say they, because yeah. uh chicks trip out and fucking ruin it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's me being woke. Chicks yeah. ruin shit too. They hey, did it wrong. Chicks? I have to say they. <laughs> I should say they because chicks also fuck shit up. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's small crew is one hundred. Yeah. In the movie Midsommar, they do the best representation of uh, when he's like, I no have more to new, say. no new people, no more new people. When the yeah. people, why can't we all just sit here together? That's the most mushroom trippy thing I've seen. Uh, played well in a movie that movie did it perfectly in the visual representation i think is like absolutely what's going like on like the light tree movement the yes, light plant just growth. a little bit of kind of groovy swaddling or yeah. breathing it's you said so good wall breathing before yeah is that what you meant by that or yes. you mean breathing like yes you start breathing like one of the wall Wahlberg brothers start wall breathing <laughs> no i meant yeah, i guess that yeah the wall breathing you is just like that, that sort of like 
pulsating yeah. throb. Yeah. Yeah, that shit fucking rules. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that guy who's stoned on a podcast going, the fucking heartbeat of the universe is fucking exciting. It's interesting to <laughs> think it about. But it, is. it rocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh you I think you did it. It's so good that you were outside the first time. I know yeah. I know so many people who try it at a house party and then they never try it again because they had a bad time and i'm like you're you're missing the the real magic which is like doing mushrooms outside like talking to a tree or a cactus (laughs) the magic is in the drug in this case i feel like that unlike other drugs like you need it needs to like accompany something like mushrooms is the plan like yes. you know what I mean? You don't need. You're absolutely right. You That's don't need cool anything else. You yeah. don't like. You're like, oh, we should. Me and the boys should get together and we should smoke weed. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. But then what? Are we ordering food? Are yeah. we watching something? But it's we're like, gonna get stoned and we're gonna play cards. We're getting stoned and we're gonna jam. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just like, no, man, you want to do mushrooms? And, and then it's, it's like, like, who cares? We're not playing poker. We're not. We're, yeah, no, we're doing mushrooms. Cards will seem ridiculous yeah. right now. <laughs> I can only imagine anything <laughs> with like rules and focus would be so i'm so new to it too yeah yeah do you do you want to go deeper like i and and i'm gonna ask it in two ways do you want to do it again and do kind of the same dose you did or do you want to like push both both because i i i do i feel much i feel safe now having done it twice in two different i ate it chocolate one time and then stems and caps another time perfect uh one time in like as controlled of a situation besides the fact that it was camping yeah it was like my two of my closest friends who've done it before yes and then the second time i did it was just at bonnaroo with a bunch of comedians who i kind of knew yeah and i still manage and i'm like there's so much sensory at those kind of places that you're kind of alone even if you were were with all those people at one point i have like a distinct memory of like come on eminem is playing we got to you said you guys wanted to go see Eminem and I'm like well whatever and I look yeah. around it's like eight of us on the floor and the woman who's in charge of like getting comedy talent she's yeah. like come on guys and I'm like oh okay this is this is fun this is manageable yes we're having a good time we're a little like extra stoned right but yeah. we can get up and go do the thing we can yeah but I want to I, I, I kind of want to push through go push. a little deeper and, and get to the point where I'm like holy shit I need to hold on to the chair I'm in because yeah. shit's getting wild I think it, I think that's like if you have the curiosity I always tell people like to push it because I've been, I've done a, I've been doing them since I think I was like 24 the first time I did it I did an eighth which is like a pretty high dose you know right. 3.5 grams and I tripped hard and like <laughs> saw angels and like was like <laughs> doing the classic like making friends with things like blades of grass and being like you're my blade of grass now like i will take you forever and and that felt like light because it was my first time and nobody told me that that was like a pretty heavy dose we just like ate it at a music festival and we went and then i did like less of a dose and i was like oh this is tight because i'm not that's definitely more manageable yeah. Yeah, yeah like i can bop around i can like look at somebody and talk yeah instead of just be like fully eyes you can, wide like, per, you can like set a destination and possibly get there which yeah. is like something that goes off as you get a little bit like that's the thing about with like weed i'm always like well i'll get to and do what i ever have to do yeah if i'm high as fuck yeah but like with mushrooms you're like all right i think if i get any more fucked up than i am now someone needs to like keep an eye on me like, yeah I need to be like yeah. which i want to say is not necessarily true Right, because I've tripped like very high doses alone and with people, and you, as long as you're 
choosing to like sit somewhere right, right, where a right. car's not going to hit you, yeah. you're always going to be fine. That's what I mean more by keep an eye out for me. I mean yeah. like I'm in a safe environment, whether yes. it's like in my beach chair, like yeah. laying in somewhere or like lounging around. You've got a if nice I, If blanket. I had to be like, all right, well, all I have to do now is get to the other side of Griffith Park and, and I'll be safe with my friends and, and cold drinks. I'll be like, that might not be the best move for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, yeah, I'll just uh, wait till I get there and eat these. I'll get an Uber when I start to feel it. As soon as it kicks in, I'll jump in an Uber from Highland Park to the beach. It'll be fucking perfect. I'm going to get the sunset. I'll metro back. I'll figure out how a metro card works. I might as well use the metro today for the first time ever now that I'm tripping. I'm high. I want to be eco-friendly. <laughs> Yeah, man, but I think I think you got to try the the bigger dose because like I always think about mushrooms is like nobody ever explained to me what they did. They're hard. It's a hard thing to explain to people that haven't done it, right? Because there's like these preconceived notions. But I feel like there's just like this little door, and you open it, and you go, "Oh, I get it now." And then you close the door. Right. There's just like, there's a different zone kind of beyond this door, and it's fun and it's delightful. Yeah, I'll keep your door analogy going. It's yeah. like, just do a little bit, maybe you get to listen at the door, and you go, that feels fucking crazy out there, yeah. but I kinda, I'm cool out here outside this door. Yeah. Barbie wants to open the door, and then there's where he's like, let's kick this bitch down. Yes, <laughs> yes. I hear there's a door on the other side of that room. Yeah. <laughs> let's get in there and see what's fucking going. Oh, and it's just another room with so many doors. <laughs> yeah. It's just too many doors. I feel like you'd be very good at being able to take the higher dosage too because you're very comfortable with who you are. Yeah. And like, I think you know what you're doing for the most part, like with your just trajectory of being a person. Right. Yeah. yeah. That you're not going to be like uh, actualized. Yeah. Yeah, You're not going to be like, who am I? Right. Right. Because like, you will die. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like you will experience some version of dying and you have to figure that out. I'm just picturing it's me, you, and like yeah. a five foot four, hundred and forty <laughs> pound person. We're like at a bachelor party. It's like, all right, a couple of things you should know. You yeah. will we'll die. die. <laughs> all right, everyone, let's party. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Cannonball, we- like right off the side of oh, a boat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Something you guys should know. Just just a little quick little uh, refresher I like to give everyone. You will, will die. die. <laughs> you will experience death in some capacity. <laughs> I don't know how. You might get cold. You might leave yourself. <laughs> this is a fucking TED talk I would sign up yeah. for. Though. You will die. <laughs> you got like a little Magnolia headset and you're being super serious, yeah. but you're just telling people how <laughs> well, they're going to be reborn as angels in a new fucking world war or some shit. Trust me. Trust. <laughs> just listen how my voice is confident. You will die. You will die. But what? And so you found that like. Mega, like not mega dosing, but more than micro tripping hard on mushrooms was there was nothing you never felt that scary side of it that you hear about. Uh, I've had bad trips, but the reason they were bad were I changed the set and setting, or they were just like little moments that I got through. Uh, and those were all lower doses. Like those were all, you know, like a gram between a gram and an eighth. Anytime I've done, I've done like two big ones, like a five and then like something that was like five or seven, like didn't weigh it out. Just like kind of split a big bag with, with, uh, somebody. And both of those times are Gary Busey. We should say (laughs) 
dude, Gary does not want me to blow him up like that, man. He's sitting here quietly the whole time. The weirdest thing about this record is, is do you know Gary Busey was in the room not saying yeah, anything? He gave me a drive. He gave me a drive over, man. He's not pop busy with his high yeah. mighty shits all over. You need a ride. <laughs> Um, and those so are like just a big yeah. bag with one other person. Yeah, and yeah. those are like super intense. And maybe some people would be scared, but for me, it's just like after you kind of go through that like ego death, and you just kind of like are gone. You're just something else somewhere else. But that's what you're pursuing in a way too. So it's not as t- like yeah. Like, I I'm aware to, of when like, I talk to like my wife about psychedelics, she's like, oh, I just don't like the idea of like breaking reality. I'm like, well, yeah, then that's probably not a good drug for you. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am completely comfortable with not fully understanding what's real and what's not yes. real anymore. Yeah. And so uh, that was never came into play. And then that's why I was so comfortable the first couple of times I've done them. And I'm like, yeah, I might as well. I can, I can go harder now. I feel like yeah. I, if you can I, relinquish control you're going to be really good with psychedelics. Yeah. You know, if you can't, you're going to be really good at cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a type A person, you're probably not going to be really great at tripping. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I don't think I'm great at cocaine. I don't think I know for a fact I'm not built for cocaine. <laughs> yeah. My heart, my heart can't do it. Yeah. It's as simple as, as that. Gamberling one time said to me, he's like, don't fuck with that. He's like, you know what it does to people like us? Yeah. People like us. He's like, fat comedians. It fucking kills all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just stay the fuck away. Just from blast that. them out. <laughs> yeah. Stick to your fucking, stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, which yeah. is mushrooms and acid, of course. <laughs> um, I don't... F- I- have you fucked with the uh, psychedelics like that are people say are stronger than mushrooms? Because like people will say acid is stronger, yeah, right? I've done acid. I've also done DMT. Well, that was the one I was going to ask yeah. about. Now, wh- where does DMT? Because you're so usually someone who's done DMT in one minute of talking about doing mushrooms is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck that. I also yeah. now have done the fucking god molecules. Yes. So for the, so, but I appreciate you not getting to that right. Do you prefer the shroom trip? To- I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, uh, it's it's better to climb up with it. And it, it's kind of like to be super hippy dippy about it. Like the mushrooms, you like start in the ground and you're you, and then you like kind of go into the ground and then the mushroom grows up. Right. And yeah. you like get some knowledge or whatever. Uh, and so you're doing it with it. And it's not immediate. Right. When it's immediate, it's you're like. You're adapting to the high as it yes. comes on. Yeah. With DMT. I did it twice. It was immediate and violent. <laughs> that see that fucking terrifies me. Like the it, idea that you go like instantly, like you smoke it or drink it or whatever, and instantly you're just like, that's fucking wild. It's nuts. I went to this like hippie chick who had it, and I like went into her house, and it was like a temple, like a DMT temple, and she like played some sound things and like cleaned my energy and like did Palo Santo and was like, are you ready? And she was like, I have to clear your eyes first. She's like, I'm going to put this drop in your eyes. It might be a little discomforting. (laughs) Feel free to yell if you want. She put the shit. It was like mace. So she maces me first. I'm screaming. I'm like, you've blinded me. And then I'm like, I can't believe I'm about to smoke drugs with this woman. Uh, So we smoke one version of DMT and it was like truly, like you, my body just shattered, and then, and then it was like pure geometric visuals, and then I like immediately zoomed back to my body, and it was nuts and pretty hard to explain, <laughs> and the whole time she's like shaking like crow feathers in the room and shit. Uh, 
But that was like, that was uh, crystal DMT. And then she was like, I want you to try this. And it was crystal DMT mixed with like the two things that make ayahuasca. Oh, okay, okay. And then, so I smoked that. And then she like proceeded to choke me out where she went, the best way for this is to be effective is it stays in your lungs for a really long time. And so she like covered my mouth and my nose and like wouldn't let me breathe in. And so I'm like, Truly, with like a lung full of DMT. Yes, she's. Then she slaps the covers on. Like hits yeah. you with the hold your hit. Yeah, <laughs> I fall. I fall back, and then I just like truly die. I feel it start at my feet, and I'm going cold, and everything's just going cold, and it feels like everything's stopping to work. The last thing I feel are my lips. I'm zoomed out of here. <laughs> this crazy ass like waiting room. A lot of people describe this waiting room. It's like very common. This with is these what. Trips. This is like the thing that gets me going off on a fucking weird tangent yeah is the idea of how similar so many people's nightmares or so many people's yeah. trips or so many people's near-death experiences are that that's the shit that scares me so much is that it's like it, it's, it's got to be for a reason i can't explain it i'm not right. going to pretend that i get it but right right if there's a commonality there has to be a connection you know right, right. And what the, is it what is it a no idea yeah is it all weird subconscious shit or is it all just like is it movies implanted in all of us? Like, yeah. just from watching shit over it's here? Stains, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Well, the other thing is that these uh, these near death experiences and these uh, massive uh, hallucinations and these night terrors are all also have plenty of parallels with yeah. how, how people describe abduction. Oh, is the yeah. other crazy element, too, where it's like <laughs> chicken egg. Are aliens tripping us and abducting yeah. us? Or. Are uh, we, no one's getting abducted by aliens? Everyone's just having trips that we're not necessarily in control of. Yeah, and <laughs> like, it's just like you're not the, choosing to do at the moment because your brain is as as if you do DMT or mushrooms, you learn what your brain is capable of. And yeah, you're like what if what if it just triggers that without having to eat mushrooms at some point? Yeah, and we like all have the same experiences and senses. So why would it be any different visually in our minds or whatever? Or the only words we have is like it was a thing and it took me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So true. That is like the most. Big, I don't know what happened, but it, something yeah. got me and took. Me. And what is that something? Like, oh, an abduction. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So jump back. So I'm sorry. Yeah. You said so. You're I get in a, a waiting room. Yeah. I get like I'm. I die. <laughs> And I shoot out just beyond all this shit. I'm in this waiting room. It's like pristine. It's white. It's like marble. And then this like giant ass snake woman, like an anthropomorphic snake woman, a babe. Hot. <laughs> you didn't have to say that. I figured, dude. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Cobra then, Commander, but like a girl? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Serpentor, but a chick, dude? Oh, sick. <laughs> and uh, the, the snake's like, hey. You didn't smoke enough. Can't let you go any further. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool if you go further, but I can't. You just didn't do enough. I'm super sorry. You're going to have to wait in this room for a little bit, and then you're going to go back. Everything's cool. So just go check out the room. Well, I got to get going. Like, that was the vibe. Like, just very soft and easy and, like, human. Well, here's why your fucking door analogy came in so hard earlier. <laughs> yeah. Because now you're in the fucking inside one room. Yeah. But the, you're being told that if you were if you had gotten higher, you you would see what's inside this, this room. Exactly. And then, you know, I look around, and it's just, like, geometric things shifting and moving around. And then I came back back to my body, and there she is shaking the leaves and the crow's feathers and shit. And... uh <laughs> 
it was just a situation where it was like, I have never come across it again. And I don't particularly want to experience that woman ever again. Right, right, She right. was weird and blinded me for like 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> Hard thing. <laughs> and do you, and what was the purpose of that, do you think, or did she ever tell you? It, it was some sort of Amazonian tree excretion, but not a sap. And it's connected to the ayahuasca roots. It grows in the same area. And she was like, it's clinically used to like help with glaucoma and treat cataracts and uh. can improve your vision, but it connects your two eyes to your third eye, so your two eyes can see what your third eye can see. Uh, yeah. It was just fucking pepper spray. Yeah, it was probably also right to blind you before you do DMT so that you have to absolve yourself of like your own <laughs> eyesight. Like you have to absolve oh. yourself of that level of input. You're not, you're not processing any visuals yeah so you're just completely inside at that point and i guess that would be you could say that's opening the third eye or in a more reductive way it's closing your two regular eyes and so i'm 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 left to darkness (laughs) right right. you're left to fucking make up what it looks like Uh, yeah dude that's so fucking by the way the the fact that that shit was that in Los Angeles, yeah, that, of course. That, yeah. that's the most California shit. It's like oh, I went to this woman's house and she uh, has a temple set up and you gave me like three different types of drugs and I tripped balls. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Did you did you do that for a reason? I know some people like do that shit. I that's think, my big fear. Is like sorry to jump on. Yeah, you. go for I it. I asked you a question, but jump on the answer. But my big fear is like do something like ayahuasca and I'm like a fundamentally different person on the other side of it. Yeah, that like scares me. I think people- that's a really legitimate concern because especially with ayahuasca. A lot of people do have these big things, and they really switch shit up. Yeah, and that's scary. Like that's yeah. scary just on I think like a human level, right? Right. I don't want to just come out of it and be like, dude, I can't believe I was trying to be married before yeah. this. Like, no, it's like, and I'm like, oh no, what am I? I'm shooting myself in the foot here for fucking ayahuasca. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know what those people are like. I don't know if they're as like secure as maybe people like you or right, I. Right. Well, that's are. what. Yeah. That's why I would. That's yeah. what would be my hope. I had that th- thought with mushrooms because I saw a lot of people do them, and then they started wearing tie dye shirts and like wearing patchouli, and yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to be that kind of hippie. Right, and I did them, and I was still the same guy, but I was a little more like, yeah, like vibes and shit. Like <laughs> yeah. it was more anything, just like my own thoughts and my own interpretations. I didn't like get puka shells. Right, right. So I think I think also, you'd be fine. I've been said this before on High and Mighty, and I'm going to say it again. I'm I'm bringing pukas back in 2020. <laughs> oh, I'm I can't telling wait. you, I'm going to start rocking a puka shell. I'm going to fucking order one, on dude. Amazon it's right time. Every- <laughs> it's I'm it's bringing them time, back, dude. dude. This summer I'm getting tan. And I'm fucking rocking puka shells. Upside down visor oh, and dude, some puka shells. You're, you're describing my freshman and sophomore year of college. <laughs> to be honest, I wore really? upside down backwards visor, frosted tips, puka shells, fucking Oakleys. You know, I was just that kid. I was a beach. I was a beach bum yeah. slash '90s kid. So yeah. I, was, I was just like the worst. The I beach had like bum? beach bum and raver combined yeah. into one uh, look, and it was awful. <laughs> it's so wild. I don't want to get too far off topic, but I. It's so wild the difference between the East Coast and West Coast beach bums. Oh right, right. Like, yeah, is we are so scuzzy and just like no shirts, no. But the puka shells were there. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's funny. West Coast beach bums are, are. It's so funny to be an East Coast beach bum because it is a fucking three months a year. And then you're like <laughs> thriving. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, this is my favorite season. Well, back to fucking like here in L. A. You see a guy who's like, well, I get. Uh, 11 months of beach bum in a year. And yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that looks obvious on your <laughs> yeah. fucking skin. And you are crusty. Bob, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm chasing that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so ha- that's like that's the life I want for myself. Yeah, I want the fucking beach bum life so bad. Oh, it's very attractive. <laughs> it's it's very, so attractive, and it really feels like something you could pursue and like in entertainment and just be like, I hope I just make enough money by the time I'm like 55 that I can downshift to like the low a low budge lifestyle. Yeah, where I'm like get a condo in Redondo Beach. Yeah, yeah, and be like. Uh, I I don't even have fucking I haven't put shoes on in a week, you know what I mean? And, yeah. I, and I just racked up. I just oh shit, bro! I got forty dollars worth of fucking residuals just finally arrived. It's like, dude, let's longboard down to the bank and deposit it, man. We can buy a fucking quad. You know? Perfect, <laughs> yeah, perfect. My kids are like, we hate you, dad. <laughs> I'm imagining I, before I become a beach bum, I try to launch a real adult man's life. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm going to get this established so I can check out, and it's not as severe. <laughs> I, I just want to be a bad dad somehow. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, that's a good look, dude. <laughs> I love that for you, man. That's going to be awesome. Those kids are going to turn out fun. Yeah, they're going to be cool, man. They're going to be even funnier. <laughs> no, I would love to check out and just be a, like a crusty guy. I don't know. A lot of those people who do that long term, I don't want to generalize. Don't end up too great. No, no, you know? no. You get a little. They're to- getting. Yeah. They're pretty burnt out. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to start it late. I think is the plan. Yeah, it's like you got to start. You got to enact that plan. Can't late. start at twelve. No, yeah, yeah. Because no. at thirty-two, you're incarcerated. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And, and you can't start it at thirty-eight. Trust yeah. me, I've tried false started this thing like five <laughs> times. You got to wait until you're fucking settled into who you are, and like. You know, now I'm trying to bet on when I might die, which is not not an easy game. The numbers ain't that high. You're going to make some cash, I think. I think you're going to make some good cash. Hello, fresh baby. All right. That's the end of my song parody work, guys. Uh, we're talking Hello Fresh. Their recipes are delicious. They have seasonal chef curated recipes. They're, send them your way. It's like a meal delivery service like none other. I recently made the Tuscan sausage and pepper spaghetti. This is right in my wheelhouse. I love sausage and peppers. It's one of my favorite uh, meals. Throw that over spaghetti with tomatoes and parmesan, and gosh darn, you got yourself a delicious meal. And here's the thing. I cooked it for my wife who likes pasta, blasted it out so easily on my own. It was under 45 minutes, possibly closer to 30, with including like cleaning up, uh, not cleaning up like the dishes post because I don't have a dishwasher or anything, but I mean like putting everything away, throwing water in the pot and stuff so it doesn't get too crusty. Under like around 35 minutes probably, very easy cleanup, very easy recipe, very simple, and it was awesome. Like the bowl of pasta at the end looks so professional because anything with like meat and veggies in a certain way and a sauce over pasta, come on. That looks so quality. I highly recommend. I mean, they have tons of great, delicious recipes, and it saves you so much time. Uh, the average trip to the grocery store takes 41 minutes. That's a lot. That's 35 hours a year if you go once a week. So do yourself a favor and get on HelloFresh. Also, not to mention it's sustainable. Uh, there's pre-proportioned ingredients. That means there's less prep for you, no measuring, and more importantly, you're not throwing out like two heads of broccoli or whatever. The packaging HelloFresh uses ships your food is made from recy- uh, almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. Uh, the carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought store bought grocery-made meals. Um, 
You can add extra meals or lunches. It's flexible. You know what I mean? You add extra meals, lunches, uh, throw in yummy sides or desserts, easily change your delivery days or food preferences, or skip a week if you're going to be out of town or whatever. It's all actually very easy to do on the website. So HelloFresh is now $5.66 per serving. Let's talk about that. It's America's number one meal kit. It's America's best value meal kit. Get the most meal for your moolah. Best value, delicious choice. Um, so do yourself a favor, go to HelloFresh.com slash 10Mighty and use promo code 10Mighty during HelloFresh's New Year's sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. It's February, but we're still getting the New Year's deal. So do 10Mighty and use code uh, HelloFresh.com slash 10Mighty and use promo code 10Mighty. Get it. Where would you uh, where would you land acid in this uh, this breakdown? equation? Yeah. I think it's fun. It's for me personally. It's just like twelve hours is a long time to be high, right? Yeah. You know, and it's just like I'm a. It's like trying to play D and D. It's like I, I don't think I just have time for it. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's dude, yeah. I need a two eight hour days on the weekend. I don't have that for, Ugh, uh, for and that. It's like the recovery thing and it's like it's a little too speedy for me i think yeah uh, i think it's fun i think if you can get like the right group of people or like if you're gonna do something sort of like ravey or like go to an after hours and you know you're gonna be crusty and up till 7 a.m yeah like, yeah and like you need the you get the yeah. energy's not bad like yes you're like oh festival. this will help me yeah absolutely yeah, yeah i think it's a, a cool time and it's very different than any of the other psychedelics it's just way more like you want to trip out, dude? Yeah. You want shit to be wild? Where mushrooms, it's like, teach me. And DMT's like, you've never thought this was true. Acid is just like, we're a computer now. Mushrooms is like, let me teach you. DMT's like, you teach me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. I'm not the teacher. I'm the teacher now. <laughs> Fuck, I'm the teacher now. Fuck, I'm the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me in the eyes have with you, mace. Have you done acid? No, I've never done no. acid. I, and I don't know if I... Uh, a Bonnaroo would be like a perfect place for acid. Right, where like you a, need like 10 hours of moving around. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, I can't even feel my feet. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Can, can you can you like make conscious decisions on acid? Can you? You're like, way more in control. Yeah? Way more in control. And like I've done two tabs before where I was like accidentally high for like 22 hours hours and Jesus. i still at the end of the day was like you know i was able to go get food oh okay. i was just like it was a thing where it was just like it was the, more the mental part of acid had stuck around where it's just like you think you know all the answers and you're like just thinking so fast and you're like i'm figuring it all out and that just i just had that but i was like drove and got a burger like and was like dad this is just forever now and i did drugs and i fucked up and it's forever but it eventually went away but you get to be like i'm having a conversation with you i'm gonna clue in and it's not gonna be overwhelming and we're gonna chat right uh I'm going to stare at the buildings. Whoa, look at the move. Or like, right, right. I'm going to stare at this light. Look at that. Wow. But you're not like being pulled against your will. Like, yeah. No. Maybe no. if you do a huge, huge dosage. Right, yeah. But or... <laughs> I think you're way more in control. Interesting, interesting, yeah. Because mushrooms always appealed to me the most because it felt like all you hear about mushrooms is uh, like, it's like 85% positive and then like, small percentage of just like i had a bad trip 
and that's the extent. Like, yeah. But ev- everyone has some story where it's like my cousin did acid and fucking th- drove his car through the mall or whatever. You yeah. know. But no one has like a yeah. My uh, uncle did mushrooms and he never was the same. Like, there's no yes. like super bad story about mushrooms. Yeah, you're right. And then I think if you misfire on mushrooms, it's like less of a binary than a lot of other drugs too, where you're like, I I didn't fully trip, but if you if you don't fully get to tripping on mushrooms, you're probably having one of the best, like, sort of weed adjacent highs you've yeah. ever had. Yeah, it's then super. It's dr- the most that's, giggly fucking yep. drug I've ever done. You're yeah. just you're jovial. You're like childlike, and you're just having a good time. That's Everything why people so microdose. Fucking, yeah, that's why people are like, I'll just do a little bit. It's like taking a small amount of Molly or something, but it's natural, right? Like, yeah, well, <laughs> the, the microdosing things to me is just like. It seems to make so much insane sense that it's like, if you can manage that, that's like, I can manage being stoned all day long and yeah. do and do my my exact career. Yes, I don't get high if I'm ever like shooting something because I'm just like I have I want to try to, I want to be as good as yeah. possible. I probably would be, you know. Not like way worse because <laughs> I'm not that good to begin. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. not in a si- situation where I'm like, "Fuck, my acting needs to be on point." But I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I've never had that moment where yeah. I'm like, "But I still don't fuck around." So like, I and I could pretty much handle being high. I feel like just like if I had like, however, I could like microdose THC, where it was just like sort of like a like a, a steady drip, yeah, throughout steady the day. drip throughout the day, just to keep that background smile going. Yeah, like the the. Uh, the what do they call it like a the brain hug or the brain smile yeah. you know like the one that you're not showing but it just everything feels a little bit so like the fucking idea of microdosing uh mushrooms sounds amazing <laughs> it's really like i've done it more like in a party way where it's like i'm going to a yeah, thing I, or we're going to go dancing and it's like oh i'll take a little bit of mushrooms i'm not yeah. going to see anything visual i'm not going to get heady but i'll just be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. while you're drinking and yeah. hanging out or whatever yeah because i did that in vegas this last time i was there i like ate like a small piece of mushroom chocolate and i i was fucking like loving it tearing up laughing at dinner like yeah. i just was just losing my shit i'm like this is a fucking great way but you don't have that like pressure or like you can go eat a dinner if you might right 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 and you're right, not like yeah. oh i should be outside why am i inside what's yeah. the inside like yeah shrooms in vegas to me did not ever sound like a good pairing it's a me. lot of stimulus <laughs> yeah yeah but i think on the other side there's like people who do it during the day for creativity and stuff and i've i've tried it i don't like stick with it i'm not going to pretend like i can be an advocate for it or anything but it's nice right you go for a walk you're like i should go for a walk you're outside you're like oh i wouldn't have gone for a walk and you're like (laughs) i'm gonna do that thing i'm gonna like finish that dumb character because i feel a little inspired and it like right switches up your vibe Yeah, even if it's even if it is like uh like you're tricking yourself by saying like well, if I do shrooms, I'll get ideas, and then you do shrooms, and you don't get ideas, but it makes you be like, well, I should fucking come up with something. At yeah. Least. yeah, at least you're thinking about right. it instead of being like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I used to be like, ah, you can't write until after you get some. Uh, you can't smoke weed until after you get some writing done, and that just didn't work forever. I'd be like, fuck it, I quit. I just smoke. I'll just smoke weed. Then I started being like, all right. Now you can smoke weed, then write. Then I just started smoking weed and not writing. I'm yeah. like, huh, I got to figure this balance out. And then I was like, got it. Never try to write. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm just not a writer. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Gonna, all you got to do is make that decision. Then you're like, well, now now smoking weed makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm all writing. in on acting. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. in. I, mean, all I don't have to create my own shit. <laughs> I'm not going to write a web series. Oh, I'm going to shoot a web series? No. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that shit, dude. 
fuck, fuck that. I'm not. I'll just wait to get cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a hit of uh, blunt, put it down. You're 51 years old. <laughs> well, any day now, someone's gonna be calling me. <laughs> hey, but you got that beach house. We're doing psychedelics episode 12 with Jacob yeah. today, dude. <laughs> so I've tried the new synthesized LSD. Yeah, have you done 5G LSD? Oh. It's just in the air. <laughs> That's the one thing too. Is like some of it that gets just too technical for me. And it's like, why are we doing science with our drugs? That's I get the appeal, but for me, I'm just like, I want it to be a little more dingy and just like, here you go, kid. Yeah, well, I li- that's, to me, the appeal of the mushrooms thing, too, because it starts to also feel like when you get handed mushrooms rather than pills or yeah. like solvents or whatever. Even with, uh, like, I stopped, like, really vaping and smoking wax and shit because I started to feel like, what am I even, like, I don't. Even though you he- like you learn about how any of it's made, and if it's made in a quality way, it's all fine. Yeah, and I'll say that. But for me, I was just kind of like the original appeal of weed was that it like was a plant that you can see, and that yes. you just burn it and breathe it in, and you feel better. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me back up towards that. So that's why I feel like mushrooms gets like that gets saved under that uh, umbrella, under that uh, the ca- mushroom cap there, because <laughs> it's sort of like. Hey, in the end, it is just a, it's vegetables, you know. It's yeah. plant life, you know. And so that there's something extra appealing about that. Like, and and the fact that like there's been research done and like more psychosyllabin research is coming through, like coming in. You're like that makes me feel m- way more okay with uh, inge- uh, consuming mushrooms. Yeah. As I get older, I'm like, you know, you get a little more f- afraid of certain drugs, and I'm like fucking with way less drugs. Yes. But, uh, I think mushrooms will be in there to the yeah, point I can't where I like, take like stranger. Can- I'm not gonna like do stranger danger candy like anymore. no. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm not even gonna fuck with like Molly that I don't. Like, yeah, I haven't like. I'm not in like a lab setting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like popping a pill away from home or something. Yeah, like that. No, I, there's no way. <laughs> not without my life alert bracelet on. <laughs> I'm not doing shit. Unless I thought I got... that was a Fitbit. <laughs> nah, dude, this thing shocks me. <laughs> shocks me every hour to remind me to write. <laughs> and it stops my heart, of course, every once in a while. Well, that's just to keep you on your toes. <laughs> so, uh, do you con- do you see yourself continuing to do psychedelics? Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. Uh... What What is that about the, that drug? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know what it is, but I find like. Mushrooms and weed. I've, there are a lot of old people who still do do them. them. Yeah, and and I don't know why I think that's such a uh, pro in the. It's a it's a dash in the pro yeah, category it's, for it's weed for issues. sure. Because it's like this per, this person's eighty and his life is their life is together, but they're fucking a they're, stoner. That's yeah, they're a real stoner. Yeah, yeah, I think it makes you feel like it's more okay. It's sustain sustainable. Right, right. You're like, there's so many examples of people who are successful. Yeah, and I think you also see the opposite examples. Like, if any of your friends were like into coke or pills yeah. or alcohol, yeah, that like in a bad way. That is like you know, like, it's not sustainable. Yeah, my, I know from witnessing it in my family that alcohol is not sustainable. So it's like, well, I can't keep this up. For, oh wait, wait yeah, uh, yeah. Willie Nelson, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I more. think it. I think because it is sustainable, you can do it long term. But also, it's kind of like I'm just thinking about it now. But like, good things last, or something like that. Where it's like, if music was bad, you wouldn't listen to music your whole life, right? You'd right, be like, right. oh, this kind of sucks. I don't know if that makes sense, but 
like it's a good thing or it brings a lot of happiness to the people that do it. Right. So they want to keep it around. And they're right. like, yeah, I enjoy it. And it this. doesn't destroy them by keeping it around. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah, that's the two parts to that. I can see what you're saying. There. Yeah. Like, music is really, if it was bad, you wouldn't listen to it forever. But if it was bad for you, you couldn't listen to it forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, here we are, just two guys justifying smoking <laughs> weed. For the I, I, I find a lot of stuff I do lately is like, well, this is how I'll know that my behavior will be okay for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Look at all these people. They've been smoking weed forever. They've been, yeah. Yeah. All you got to do is meet, like, one ex-hippie who's, like, 75 and is like, I protested the Kent State shootings. I've been smoking weed for 50 years unbroken and I'm fine and I, I, I do triathlons and yeah. I'm, I have a doctorate and you're like hell yeah cool. you're the one person I keep in mind yeah. no, I'm not going to think about anybody else <laughs> none of the burnouts <laughs> nope you're my shining example please stay good stay good for me yeah I don't know what it is but it is interesting like maybe it's just a hippie thing where it's like whatever that state of mind is that people agree on it's like yeah they buy it in a way that's consistent. Yeah. I, I don't want to get into the corny weeds here. Oh, Jesus, oh, layers of puns there. But what I'm saying, I uh, guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's that element of like, people mock stoners a little bit for like, oh, like, oh, because it, it was better when you're on weed. And yeah. Then, and the, lately, and this is again, just more uh, old man, old stoner rationalizing, old stoner uh, justifying, but like, it's crazy that people were saying that as a negative for so long. I'm like, oh, why? You like this drug because everything is better when you smoke it? You're like, What's what wrong? are you talking about, yeah. man? <laughs> Isn't that the goal of yeah. drugs? Like, doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. You get to kick it up a notch all the time. And Very that's why I feel bad for, like, I'm always, like, you talk about, uh, when people are like, oh, I did mushrooms. You're like, set and setting. I'm I'm trying to be like that for people who are, I wish I could smoke weed, but I really bug out. I'm like, or I get like too weird. I'm like, oh, when's the last time you smoke weed? They're like, 2 a.m. at the end of a party. And I'm like, oh, no, okay. Yes, yeah. You're getting crossfaded. I can barely handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I smoke weed every day. That's based out everyone. Yeah, yeah. You can't, doing both is difficult. They're not meant to, I mean, they, they go well together until they don't. Yeah. Um, and then you find a lot of like, you just gotta let you gotta go get back on that horse. Right, yeah, it's, it's like as I, simple as that. I, I smoked at this party and it was like crazy and everyone was loud. And it's like okay, I I ripped a, a six foot bong at a party. It's like no 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 no. Here here's what let, let back this up. Just take take a, hit a hit out of a bowl and listen to some tunes. Yeah, just take a hit out of a bowl and sit back and pass on it the next five times yeah. it comes past you. I that's think the same thing about psychedelics too. Where it's like you're gonna have a thing that's heavy. But try it again, because like it will have you'll you'll get a different version of it, and you'll right. get a new experience. Yeah, especially speaking to the people who are like, "Oh, I always wanted to, but I'm scared for whatever reason." Yeah, like you'll you'll survive, and you just gotta give it a go again. Stay away from the mirrors. Yeah, you'll survive. Oh, stay away from your phone. Yeah. yeah, no phones, no mirrors. You know, the last thing you want to do is have to be like framing a text to a friend <laughs> who's like. Yeah, your friend is like super stressed about something, and you have to write them back. And you f and like, because your empathy is like too cranked up. And yeah. You're like, oh my god, if I don't get back to Jacob, his life might get ruined in that situation. Not to mention the irreparable damage I'll do to our relationship. It's yeah. like, I'm overthinking this. And yeah. It's like Jacob's like, yo, should I get falafel for <laughs> yeah. us? Question mark. And I'm like, fucking. How do I let like, him know? I tell him, whatever I tell him, I'll destroy us yeah. both. <laughs> yeah, you get you got to stay away from that shit. You gotta. If you want, you know, you can remove potential bad things if you're worried and set yourself up for a really nice groovy time. Yeah, like you you can go airplane mode. You can yep. go, uh, 
Don't worry about like ordering food. Pre-order the food. Just get some tangerines yeah. at the house. Get a bag of cuties. That's all you're gonna want to eat. <laughs> a bag of cuties. Me, a couple, a couple of bros, a couple of stems, a couple of caps, and a bag of cuties, baby. <laughs> some unsalted almonds. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, that's that's that old man stoner life that I'm into now, where I'm like, because I'm trying to be slightly healthier too. Yeah. Where I'm like. Posting up, I'm like, I'm gonna smoke weed. I'm gonna drink my iced green tea. Yep. I'm gonna go for a long walk. I'm, I'm gonna get high. I'm gonna go to the beach. I'm like trying to, because that's the other thing. The two, the twofold thing to that old stoner life is like they aren't old. They're not old Postmates ordering stoners. No, like, no. The, the, the older they're getting stoners, high and like building their friend's house. Yeah, or yeah, some yeah. Shit. Exactly. Or they're the type of people who are like. Yeah, I work this very intense job, and then I do a very intense workout, and then I smoke weed and drink wine and cook fancy food all night long. You know, it's like yeah. it's always like there's always an element where you're like, I, I can, it's easy to romanticize the old stoner and forget that it's like that's the guy who rides a bike forty miles a day. Yeah, also. <laughs> like imagine that guy not on weed. He right. would be like so spun out and like probably way too cranked. Right, right. He's like cranked enough, and he's just trying to be like. Eight things a day is enough. It's <laughs> funny, dude. It's time to shut down. Yeah, I. It's a. I. I recommend it to everyone. Now, what am I talking about? I recommend doing drugs to everyone. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is where we've come. <laughs> this is the only way. I guess this is the only way it ends. That's how you really Rogan it up. <laughs> yeah. You gotta take them. Yeah. Well, I. I. I will do mushrooms again. And I and I, and frequently, if I can, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I, I, I'll do it like as often as often as I'm allowed is not the right <laughs> phrase, but like, you know, like I feel like uh, once or twice a year, forever sounds like a pretty good plan for I, those. And yeah. I think it's really good for your mental health. I think it's really good for your, like your dopamine. There's just a lot of proven things where it's really good for anxiety long term, depression long term. Yeah, and I if mean, you re up twice a year, it's real supposed to be really good just for your systems. The the stuff that. Uh, the research that's coming out about not now we sound like uh, the Joe Rogan show, yes. but like uh, uh, the research is coming out about the psychedelics effects on anxiety and PTSD and all that shit, and it's just like, wow, that's pretty fucking wow. And then you were like, anecdotally, you know, like all you know, a lot of those people in your life that you've met that are just like. Yeah, man, he used to be like fucking really tightly wound and stressed about his dad's death, and like he got really into shrooms. And now he's like this weird, chill dude, and he like you know does this or like oh, yeah, I know this girl was fucking blah blah blah. Then she you know just found this and like found her, and you're like oh, you know about that anecdotally, you never yeah. figured out like what that attach like what that could possibly mean. And then you hear shit like they're using it to treat breaking other addictions with yeah. the DMT or and psychosyllabin shit. Ex- yeah, the ayahuasca shit. Yeah, it, it's nice when you get the like scientific side on it for that reason right which is sort of like i know i was just complaining about the scientific side of it but that's when i take it for other people to have access to it and like convince people that it's a-okay that's what you want you want these people being like yeah man army dudes are coming back and feeling pretty okay because we're giving them yeah, mushrooms. whatever we can do to help yeah. them feel better is. And then is, people go, "Oh, mushrooms are so bad." Yeah, well, that's 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 the other thing too. Is like, 
weed has been legalized in like 12 states and like like no one is I'm bored <laughs> like no one's I'm bored of weed <laughs> I know I've got to push it yeah. <laughs> no but it's like it, it's not no one's life is like worse off it's not like yeah. towns are being like ravaged by pot crazed pirates and shit like that like I think the whole world is gonna be like oh boy <laughs> oh it's fine yeah oh it's, damn it's fine oh damn it's completely fine except for fucking like Anheuser-Busch is gonna be pissed cause they're gonna be like ah, well I guess we can't charge a fucking shit ton for beer because people can go home and it. take one hit and yeah <laughs> and, and feel much better oh, and people have just started recreationally taking mushrooms and they realize alcohol is awful for you yeah they're really t- in touch with their bodies now they don't want to poison them imagine a world where we're just meeting up on fridays at like 5 p.m to drink mushroom tea in a cafe that plays like music and shows fucking <laughs> shows cool Enter italian the films <laughs> Shows French uh, French New Wave documentaries, like and, and while a light show goes on, that's I, fucking. It sounds nice. <laughs> I haven't been to these cannabis cafes, but a, a different version of that where it's like, it's a microdose tea thing, and we put in a little ginseng and some yeah, coffee. They're just vibing, yeah, like a good vibing, <laughs> and except for and one I, guy on Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you quite yet. <laughs> Hold on, my, I'm drinking my tea at the place. Everyone's like, "Fuck!" Dude. Oh my god! And then after that, we'll get our opium den back and that's what i'm really waiting for (laughs) i can't wait dude dude we gotta you gotta get a two-bedroom apartment for yourselves and one bedroom you set up with just pillows on the floor and shit yeah and just be fully lean in you know fucking you're like uh you you could be like the L.A. comedy scenes like Alfred Molina, like from uh, Boogie Nights type. Oh guy. Yeah. yeah, like just like top knot, open row, uh, <laughs> room where the floor is all pillows. Like boys, come on, come in. on. In. First, first hits. Free. Just got out of the shower. You have the towel yeah. over your shoulder. Wet dick hanging out, dripping. <laughs> just got out of the shower. Let's rock. I gotta show you guys my room. <laughs> got the fucking mushroom rig set up i can't wait until this whole acting thing dries up and i just start selling acid to ucb clientele you know I'm telling i got you, a great fallback plan everything's I'll, gonna be okay i'll tell you what even the people who succeed out of our friend group they always end up turning their hobby into some sort of other monetized thing so don't yeah. be afraid of being the guy who's on tv and also selling acid yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll leave my yeah. phone number on the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 100% ready to be like a rugby commentator. Yeah. <laughs> and also uh, do drunk history once a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that level of actor that I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm ready to do that. Like, and you just see that with people. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking George Clooney. <laughs> he yeah. made more money off tequila than acting. He's like the most successful actor I we would know. And, mm-hmm. the, and he's still, his side hustle is bigger. So yeah. never give up the acid dreams. Especially You're if right. shit gets legal. Yeah. Especially as fucking, like all the good stuff comes out about mushrooms. Be the guy with the mushrooms. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> and you got, comedians want to get high and they have friends who want to get high. It's a great base. Yeah. It's a good place to start. Well, I'm telling you, because we probably know the same three people to contact if you want mushrooms, right? Like we probably, probably. Have, we, we overlap pretty hard it has to be it's yeah. time to start fucking stealing those motherfuckers business. <laughs> you're out dude this is we will buy from you and, dude, let's bulk, make, and then we will we, we will sell you out let's make a netflix hour-long drama starring us that is sort of like a, instead of it's gringos instead of narcos okay and it's just two guys getting into the mushroom business <laughs> like a weird not but it's shot like it's a real drug drama it's really but it's, heavy <laughs> but it's, but it's heavy just duty like, with like there's the, mold dude <laughs> 
there's mold in the fucking crates. We gotta steal some shit. And it's like, who's getting shot over yeah. like a five grand worth of mushrooms? I, I can't imagine it hasn't not happened. Right. right. I mean, exactly. There's some. There's probably some drama in that world. Yeah. But that's a very funny world that's to imagine who funny. the biggest guys are. It's like, shit, dude. It's skizzy. What's <laughs> skizzy. up, boys? <laughs> I can't wait for you to start writing again and get that on paper. Oh yeah. Well, I gotta quit weed. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you write this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's text an outline. Yeah, <laughs> one line. At let's a get time. together, do mushrooms, and we'll get it done. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it'll write itself. It'll write itself at that point. We got to get the fucking lap- laptop on shrooms, dude. Co-written by the rep- the reptile woman. <laughs> she gets a story credit. You hand that in, they're like, I'm sorry. You're like, look, she negotiated. She's got she's rep by UTA. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? The reptile woman from my fucking trip, dude. I told you about this. The, re- the receptionist. You remember her, dude. She wrote the fucking outline. She read uh Save the Cat. She read <laughs> She had shit all figured out. Uh Speaking of uh, losing our minds, yeah, talk to me a little bit about oh, your shit. new uh, Headgum podcast. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I host this new podcast on Headgum. It's called I Don't Want to Talk About Fight Club Anymore, <laughs> and I attempt and record my attempt of watching Fight Club for seventy two hours straight. So the, it's like a docu series of you. Yeah, so it's like seven episodes throughout the seventy two hours. I have guests come on. We watch the movie together. We talk about the movie. I do like mental challenges, and I have like mental check ins <laughs> based on like real doctor tests for like uh, delirium sure and stuff. <laughs> and I, you just kind of follow me, lose it along the way, and see if I complete the challenge. This is fucking wild. Yeah. So- uh, by the time this episode comes out, you probably already have a few episodes out. It's coming out weekly on HeadGum. Yeah, weekly yeah, so on already, Fridays. There's a couple episodes already out, so get on that right now, because I'm very curious. It gets fun, man. Did you have a movie with the, a relationship with the movie prior to this? No, truly it was that I wanted to do a podcast, and I sent like a few ideas to HeadGum, and one of them was this, because I thought the title was funny. <laughs> like I don't want to talk about Fight Club anymore and then like briefly was like yeah I'll just watch this movie for a long time and then they're like oh that's the one that we kind of want to do yeah and it's ca- like, it's a fucking weird one but yeah. I like it I like yeah. the I like the fucking jackass uh, level of it the yeah. self punishment that you're putting it felt different <laughs> I didn't want to do a fucking improv podcast you <laughs> right, know what I mean right, like right. I don't want uh, I didn't want to try and like me and my friends be like oh I'm knocking on the door also you got it you got like the recording of it all out of the way without it like you know you yeah. just got to book guests for like one crazy period of your life yep, and yep. that's it <laughs> and then I'm, I'm and actually, then it's out I had the idea this might be a fun idea I was had the idea of like renting a cabin mm-hmm. and recording 70 hours worth the high mighty and booking guests coming in like rotating oh <laughs> and just fucking bugging out for like non-stop recording you, would, you yeah it'd be a real interesting thing for you <laughs> as a person that's been on that other side of things yeah i can only imagine people I'm- give you the energy to keep going right it's the hard thing for me was like you know from like 2 a.m till 10 a.m i was alone in my apartment watching Fight Club. Just talking into a microphone. <laughs> Just, well, I didn't record the whole time. I only recorded when the guests were there. Oh, shit. So it's not like... <laughs> and like towards the end, I started doing some pretty weird rambling where I was just like, this is going to keep me awake. Um, but so I was only talking with people when Promo they were there. Promo code Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely losing your yeah. mind, but still fucking getting the Mac Weldon money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I, you know, I hope people check it out. It's, it's got to, it's, you got to make me feel like it was worth it, baby. You know? <laughs> yeah, please back me yeah. up on this. So it'll be in the show notes for this episode. Just go uh, click on the link there. But check it out wherever you get podcasts. I don't want to talk about Fight Club anymore with Jacob Waisaki. Jacob, where can people find you on social media or anything else you want to plug? Yeah, you can just uh, Twitter, Instagram at Jacob Waisaki. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, you'll be tagged in the the tweets about awesome. this uh, cool. episode. Thanks Thank for you so me. much for coming on. And I feel like we should have an we you, I should have you back on, but in the in, in between then and the next episode, we should do mushrooms together. That would be great, right? Yeah, I think that. <laughs> just and nice, I'm just like making plans to do mushrooms at this point. <laughs> you know, a nice <laughs> little beach work. day. A nice little beach day. Hell, you know, catch a sunset. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Yes, dude. Arrive, arrive like a three p.m. Uh, eat them and then just fucking cruise until, yes yeah fuck yes that's gonna be the zone let's do it we'll get another episode in the <laughs> books baby right now. yeah no, we gotta go dude <laughs> we didn't write the show about selling mushrooms <laughs> but we started just selling mushrooms <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.